0: Yes indeed, yes indeed, you are now tuned in to another episode of the hottest podcast across the land, the hottest podcast across the globe, and definitely, definitely the hottest podcast on the Podbean app, this is, this is, this is, make sure of Variety, I'm your host, Patience Zero, give it up one time, give it up one time, yes in. Dude, what's going on? What's cracking? What's happening? What's popping, everybody? What is going down? Shouts to the studio audience with that applause. I really appreciate that. Shouts to the people coming in the room right now. That's what's up. That's what's up. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. What's the vibes like on this hump day? Huh? Tell me, what's the vibes like? The Wednesday vibes. I always want to know what the vibes is like. You know what I'm saying? I got to feel out the vibes while I'm feeling out the show, while I'm doing the show. You already know the vibes are positive on this end, but I want to know how you guys are feeling. Hopefully you had a good day. It is my favorite time of day slash night, which is 9 p.m. Eastern time. And yes, I have to say Eastern time for the people listening in other countries and the West Coast and whatnot. Because that is a fact. I'm very happy about that. But anyway, it's 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It is my favorite time of day because that's when Mixture Sure Variety goes live. Make Sure Variety goes live Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Simple as that. If you need a reminder, I would say ask Alexa. Write it in your planner, on your calendar, on your phone. Get a little tattoo on your wrist that says Make Sure Variety 9 p.m. Whatever you have to do. The best way, I would say, is to just follow us on Poppy and... Hit the little follow button. It takes two seconds. Follow us on Podbean. You'll know when we go live each and every time. And if you want to know when we go live before the show, because Podbean will let you know when we go live, when we're actually going live at 9 p.m. But if you want to know what we're talking about hours before the show, know what the topic is about. See if you want to interact. See if you're down with that show or not. You know, everybody has their own flavor of tea, right? every show is not going to be fair everybody but if you are interested in knowing what the show is about hours before the show and also seeing some of the craziest banners that you will see on instagram i definitely highly recommend and suggest that you follow us on instagram which is at mixture of variety of course the name of the show at mixture of variety simple as that simple as that now i'm talking all this shit and you know some of you don't even know what the fuck this is about you know i'll tell you what it's about make sure a variety is a mixture of ideas and a variety of topics which equals mixture of variety you see how that works Mixture of variety is you probably guessed it already by now a variety show podcast ladies and gentlemen a variety show podcast which means we could talk about anything and everything and we truly do we could talk about anything from addiction and mental illness to having sex with gay midget aliens that's right and everything in between and there's a lot in between and speaking of that in between stuff that we talk about uh some of the stuff that you know some of the main topics that we talk about is this short list that I'm going to give you right now not going to take too much time just going to go down the list just so you guys know like these are the emphasized shows the emphasized show topics that we talk about okay so these are basically the main ones and then we just talk about everything else obviously if this is show 113 which it is if we have over 100 shows and we're going five times a week And obviously, we have to think of a lot of topics and we always do. You know, this this week is already all set the rest of the week. Uh, So you really never know what we're going to talk about. But these are just some of the main things that we focus on. All right. Let me just break this down real fast. If you guys are first time newcomers, new listeners, or if you've been with us since day one. We talk about mental illness, mental health, addiction, sobriety. Recovery, experiences in a halfway house or rehab. That's actually coming up tomorrow. Don't miss that. We got some stories for you. Nikki P and I. Nikki P, my beautiful co-host who joins me twice a week. She's going to be with me tomorrow night. And we're going to be talking about experiences in a halfway house or rehab. Since we have both been in a halfway house and rehab, at least one rehab. For me, I've been to three rehabs. I think she's only been to one. But obviously, we've both been to a halfway house because that's how we met. So we have plenty of stories to share. LGBT life. Shout out to some LGBT people repping hard all day, every day. Relationships, current events and news. We definitely keep it on the positive side. There's enough of the bullshit and the madness and the chaos going on in the world on the mainstream media. We really don't have to report on that. You guys already know what's going on. So we try to bring the good news. Around the world, maybe stories that you have not heard yet. All right. Sex, don't forget sex, our number one show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That is going to be the show that we get our first sponsor because we're working on it. And it's going to happen because that show is the most viewed, the most listened to, the most interaction in the chat room, the most people in the chat room, and the most downloaded on all platforms. You definitely don't want to miss that. I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss it. Friday is dedicated to sex, and sex is dedicated to Friday. I cannot say it enough. No matter what we're doing, no matter what we're talking about, if we're talking about anal, sex, and rimming, if we're talking about sex robots, if we're talking about the best head that a girl or guy has ever gotten, if we're playing XXX, would you rather? Never have I ever. Regardless of what it is, it's always a blast. I promise you. Lots of laughs, lots of fun. Nikki P and I do the show completely butt-ass naked just to add a little flair to the show. And we recommend that you guys also join us and listen butt-ass naked. Perfect way to start off the weekend, I would say. Listen with your significant other. Listen with your grandmother. doesn't matter. You can both get naked and have a good time. Hip-hop, of course, we talk about hip-hop. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We do cover the versus TV battles, although I'm not sure when the next one's going to be. We covered Dmx and Snoop, and we covered Rick Ross and Two Chainz. Uh, The last couple ones were R&B, so we didn't cover those. But I have a feeling—I have a feeling—that another rap hip hop artist battle is coming soon. I definitely have a feeling. As soon as I know, I'll let you guys know, and of course, we're going to cover it. We go over time. We go over an hour. We watch it with you guys on IG. We comment. We make tallies. You know, we talk about afterwards who you think won. It's a lot of fun. It's a blast. But then we just talk about some other hip-hop shit, too, like top 10, top 50, you know, MCs, groups, whatever it is. Two weeks ago, I did a, a Tupac dedication because his 24th anniversary of his death was that Sunday. So then Monday... I had to break it down and do a Tupac special. So you never know. But hip hop is a big one. Also, a big one is mindfulness. Let's take a mindfulness breath real fast. Let's just take a breath. All right. Didn't that feel good? Mindfulness, ladies and gentlemen, we definitely talk about mindfulness on this show. Sometimes we just scratch the surface and we just give you like a beginner pamphlet of what we're talking about and the introduction to mindfulness. And sometimes we get really deep into it. It really depends on the day. Either way, we're practicing mindfulness the entire time and the entire show, of course, because really, if you listen to my voice and you're focusing on my voice throughout the podcast, that distraction and that focus and the energy is actually a guided meditation. Do you know that? It's kind of a form of guided meditation or at least meditation. And then also practicing staying in the moment and staying grounded and staying balanced and also listening to the podcast is a way to do that because you're listening to my voice. For the most part, your thoughts and energy is all focused on that. So you get to stay in the moment. So stay in the moment with me. That's all. Stay in the moment with me. This moment, ladies and gentlemen, this moment is all we have. This moment is all we have. All right. Remember that. I actually have that tattooed in Italian on my arm this moment. Just saying. Conspiracy theories. We are working on a conspiracy theory. I'm not going to tell you which one we're, we are doing, but we're going to do it next week. Not sure exactly when, but we're going to do it next week. I already got a couple shows lined up for next week, but we are going to break out conspiracy theories and talk about some shit. A lot of times we do talk about UFOs and aliens because we just love UFOs and aliens. And, you know, it is what it is. Like, so if you go back on our 100 plus shows, you'll see that we do talk about UFOs and aliens more than other conspiracy there is. Next week, we're going to switch it up. And random topics, ladies and gentlemen, random topics that we just pull out of our ass. Kind of like today. Kind of like today. But it's all good. Those random topics are a lot of fun. And... Sometimes thought-provoking and sometimes educational and sometimes entertaining, hopefully. You know, I get entertained when I'm doing this. I love it. It's a passion of mine. So hopefully I'm entertaining you guys as well. And tonight will be an entertaining uh, show for sure. And so much more. And above all, above all, ladies and gentlemen, no doubt, positive energy and laughs. That's really what it's about. That's the so I mean, if you want to just like sum up this whole fucking podcast, that's what it's about. Positive energy and laughs with your boy, Patient Zero, and my girl, Nikki P. All right. So let me just say this sometimes it doesn't apply at all, uh, but sometimes it does. And I just have to say it anyway because I don't want to get sued. <sighs> I am not a professional in any way. I'm not a professional in any way. These are just my thoughts, views, and opinions. I've actually had somebody call up yesterday and ask if I was a psychologist, and I was talking about Zodiac or some shit. I think he was drunk off his ass, but either way, it doesn't matter if he was drunk or not, uh, that really happened. <laughs> you know. So obviously, he didn't hear the beginning part when I said, I'm not a professional in any way, and it is what it is. So I'm not a professional <laughs> in any way. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Is just my thoughts, views, and opinions. And tonight's show, I have several thoughts, views, and opinions. I don't think a lot of you are going to disagree with me, unless possibly if you're from China. But if you're from China, you're probably not going to click and enter a chat room that says, why is China such an asshole? I don't think that's going to happen. And plus, I believe it's like 5 a.m. over in China right now, so... Who knows? Who knows and who cares? I say. Who knows and who cares? I got to set my teeth for that one. Let's see. It's hot as fuck. Yep, that's hot. All right. All right. All right. Shouts to the people in the room. What up? What up? All right. Let me just throw this out there, too. Quick disclaimer for y'alls. The disclaimer is If you are hypersensitive or get butthurt easy, this podcast is definitely not for you. Sick and twisted dark humor, vulgar, uncensored language, and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things and fun. You'll hear on mixture of variety, which means listener discretion is definitely advised. Huh?
1: Huh? What? I can't hear you. Where's my glasses?
0: Shouts to granny in the building. She's in her regular seat in the studio audience. Granny is a another co-host of the show. She comes every day, even when we don't do a show. I'm not sure where her aid takes her, but she comes. She's always here. She's always in her regular seat. We gave her a VIP spot and made her a co-host for a couple reasons. One, she's here all the time. Two, she brought or brings, I should say, a large bag with her at all times. And at one time, when she was going into the show, security had to check it. And we found out that it was a three-foot dildo. That's two. Number three, we love her to death. And the stars have aligned on our 100th show because our 100th show coincided with Granny's 100th birthday. So, I mean, Hooray! that's just what it is.
1: What did you say? Huh?
0: What? And we love her. You know, a lot of times, most of the time, she's sleeping during the show. She doesn't even know what a podcast is, but she's here. And uh, we definitely do love her for that, of course, and the fact that she's a co host, but she has Alzheimer's and dementia. I mean, she's 100 fucking years old. What do you expect? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you expect? But anyway, we love you, Granny. We fucking love your face. Oh, shit, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some breaking news. And the breaking news comes in the form of a segment that we like to call Mini Holidays. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Mini Holidays. Why? Because every day is a holiday.
2: I like turtles.
0: Yes, indeed, and we all like turtles. That's for Nikki P. And if you guys listen to the show enough, you will get all these little inside jokes that we have. And even if you don't get them, who cares? Because we get them. You feel me? That was for Nikki P. All right. So just in case you didn't hear me scream over that breaking news music, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, you have made it to the second segment of the show. Pat yourself on the back, give yourself a round of applause. A lot of people don't even make it this far, especially when I'm talking about Granny's Dildo, especially when I'm talking about our sex show, especially when I do the disclaimer and uh, especially when I talk about fucking gay midget aliens, etc., cetera, et cetera. A lot of people get scared off early on and that's fine. It, this show is not for everybody. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not for the faint of heart. This is not for people that get butthurt easy, and this is not for people that are very sensitive. As I said already in the disclaimer. But this is the second segment of the show, which is mini holidays. Oh, shit. Here we go again. And mini holidays, we do every single day on this show, because like we like to say, Every day is a holiday, and you should be grateful for what you have currently in your life and the people that you have currently in your life and where you are currently in your life right now. You should be grateful and have a grateful state of mind. Monday was World Gratitude Day. I definitely recommend that you go back and check that out because that was an awesome, awesome show. Kept everybody in a grateful mood, you know? I'm grateful for you guys listening. I'm grateful for you guys downloading the show spreading the word like COVID-19 and just listening in general. I'm just thankful for this entire podcast. Okay. It's a much better life than to live in a state of envy, jealousy, hate, anger, or being resentful for the people and the things and the places that you don't have in your life. So with that being said, there is actually every, day, there's something celebrated. And I say something because it's really all over the place. It could be a holiday, it could be a bird, it could be a food, it could be anything. Every single day. So this is what we do in the second segment of the show. We go down and we break it down and see what is listed for the day. Sometimes there's three or four of them. Sometimes there's like fucking 30 of them. You never know. And I honestly say, you never know because I really don't know. Nikki P never looks at this list ahead of time. I never look at this list ahead of time. It's a surprise to both of us, and it's just a lot of fun. All right, so let's get it cracking. Let's break it down like Legos. Ready? On this beautiful Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. It is Celebrate Bisexuality Day. Celebrate Bisexuality Day. All right, let's celebrate it then. Let's hook up with a guy and a girl at the, at the same time. That's a good way to celebrate it, right? Now, for real though, shouts to everybody. You know, I always say shouts to my LGBT people. Obviously, the B is for bi. Shouts to, you know, if you're bi. Listen, I, I have nothing. I don't give a fuck what you are. I don't care if you're a non binary, pansexual, you know, trans. Who identifies as an Apache helicopter. I don't care about that shit at all. You guys know that you guys, you know, I'm with you regardless. Like, I'm going to march with you. I'm going to be in the parade with you. I'm going to represent. I'm going to fight with you guys. You already know that. You know, just being a gay male and uh, knowing how hard it is out there and how hard it was when I was younger. And the progress that we made as society and the progress that I made within myself. So 100% I'm going to fight for you guys. But that doesn't mean I can't joke about it. I could joke about anything because I do joke about a lot of shit. You know, I, I did a show that was the LGBTQI+, plus PTSD, XYZ, like just fucking around. Some people thought that show was funny. Some people got butt hurt and sensitive and did not like it at all. So it is what it is. Shouts to everybody. If you are bisexual, shouts to you. I love you. And I love all my LGBTQI+, plus PTSD, XYZ community. I would never be able to be bi. I can't I can't imagine that like just being gay is hard enough, but if you're bi and you like girls and guys, it's kind of like if you're in a relationship and you have like jealousy issues or trust issues, it's kind of just like, "Oh yeah, I'm going out with this person. I'm going to hang out with the girls. Oh, fuck, I'm I'm jealous. I have to, you know, text you every 2 seconds. Oh, I'm hanging out with the guys. Oh, shit, I'm jealous. I got to hang out. <laughs> you know, I got to I got to text you every 2 seconds. I don't know, there's just a lot going on. But shouts to you, you know what I'm saying? Shouts to you, shouts to you. It is also Energized Day, Energized Day, not Energized Day, Energized Day, Energized Day, Energized Days for all those who say I don't have time to do personal things. I want to blah blah blah. I'm not going to click anymore. All right, let's keep it moving. International Day of Sign Language. That's kind of cool. International. Day of sign language. I'm actually signing right now, but you guys don't know what I'm saying because you can't see me. You know, maybe one day this will be a YouTube uh, podcast. I feel like it will be one day. A lot more people will be listening. I'm sure. National Checkers Day. Do you guys play checkers? I definitely don't. I honestly played checkers probably a handful of times in my life, and I hate it every time. Like, after two jumps, I was like, I hate this game. Hate everything about it. However, it also reminds me of... Checkers, the food chain. I don't know exactly where it is, but when I lived in Florida, I know it was there. And I know right now in New York, it's not here, so it's somewhere in between New York and Florida. I was in Florida... It was greasy as fuck, like the fries were greasy as fuck, but some of the food was really good. It was good for, like, uh, after drinking, because it was so much grease. National Dogs in Politics Day. National Dogs in Politics Day. Fantastic. Nobody gives a fuck about that. National Great American Pot Pie Day. National Great American Pot pie day. I got to be in the mood for pot pie. I don't know about y'all's. National snack stick day. National snack stick day. Say that five times fast. I guess it's kind of like beef jerky or something. I guess that's what the picture is. Restless legs awareness day. Oh, shit. Restless legs awareness day. My brother has that shit. Really bad. Some of my medications maybe have restless legs, but it wasn't like permanent. So that's awareness day. See you at the pole day. See you at the pole day. It's showing an American flag on a pole, not like a stripper pole. Because I first thought stripper pole. See you at the stripper pole. We'll just say that. We'll just say it's a stripper pole. Teal Talk Day. Teal Talk Day. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is many holidays for September 23rd. Give it up one time. Give it up one time. All right. All right. All right. So. Let's get right into it. I uh three times. Oops, sorry at the factory. <laughs> sorry, hold on, technical difficulties. Okay, I um I do have a lot to say. I I've always hated China in many ways. Uh, the fact that they you know treat their people like absolute crap. Um, You know, and they work 16 hours and there's no OSHA regulations and there's no any regulations and they, you know, make these toxic things that are shitty and toxic and horrible and the material is horrible and everything is horrible and, uh, you know, poisonous, depending on what it is, and just, like, cheaply, poorly made. And America... You know buy so much stuff from them and places like walmart where you can buy a huge amount of factory kind of stuff in china then bring it over and even saying that they're selling it for low prices which they are they're still making a big profit because they bought it for you know like a tenth of the price in in china So that was just one thing. I always hated that. Um, The current trade war that we're in. Uh, Some people say that it wasn't going, you know, it was a possibility that we were going to be in a trade war, but we're definitely in a trade war. Uh, I don't like the fact that China really wants global domination. You know, instead of like, all, let's all share this world together. You know, I know the United States has a lot of, military, and a lot of money is is in the military, as far as, like, weapons, as far as, like, everything. Like, no one, no one will fuck with us as far as, like, that type of shit, even with these new age type of weapons, which is another thing, too, and that's actually one of the reasons why I decided to make this show tonight. You know, the... The fact that they want the global population, the global domination, they don't care about any anybody else except for themselves. They'll use like uh North Korea and Iran as like pawns to do their dirty work, you know what I mean? Um, and just how they look at the world and how they really want to not only beat the United States in a bunch of ways their economy and uh, everything else that comes with that. You know, they have surveillance on their people, which is just amazing. Like, they just, you know, it's not even like you can do like an uproar or protest or something like that. Like, you'll really get put in like solitary confinement with no food. You know, if you want to try to do something like that, like if our government tried to do something like that, how we would react is totally different, you know? And then I saw something today or yesterday where they were actually showing that they have these things called directed energy weapons, which are basically weapons from space. So they are satellites that shoot lasers and they're basically stealth for the most part, because if they're coming from a satellite, you know, and extremely far distance away, they're hard to pinpoint where they are or if it's even you know that that's that's you know starting it whatever so they have the fires in california the fires in what idaho nevada you know new mexico every the whole the whole west side of united states is burning and they're showing pictures and they're like the houses and the cars are completely disintegrated but then the trees around it are fine which is pretty interesting So this guy that's on YouTube, Dutch sense, mainly his thing is tracking earthquakes around the world. Okay. Like that's like his main channel. Like that's what he does on his channel, but on some of his satellites that he could see the United States, he was seeing that there was actually. Equal distance, like burn marks that were adding to the fire. And this year happens to be you know the greatest, the biggest fire that that it's been for a long time now. It already burned, you know, two two million acres or whatever it was just in California. So I'm gonna let this guy explain it a little more, but I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on what was happening. Um, and then we could talk about it. Obviously, we got to talk about COVID-19 as well. But first, let me play you this little clip here. I was laid off three times within six months until I was permanently laid off.
1: I graduated with my bachelor's and I haven't been able to find anything. Jobs disappeared. And the way the economy is
0: going right
2: now, it's tough to find a job. When the workers in China are being abused, then workers in America have a tougher time competing against them. Five and a
3: half million manufacturing jobs are
1: gone. 57,000 manufacturing facilities closed in this nation. Some of the workers at companies, literally their last act at the factory was to unbolt the machine and load it up to be shipped off to china
3: there's no question that a large part of china's competitive advantage has come from environmental neglect 16 of the world's 20th dirtiest cities are located in the people's republic that leads to carbon emissions and particulate matter falling all along the coast of the united states If you put it in your mouth or the hands of a child, don't buy it from China. They're not only ruining our economy, they're poisoning our children with the toys that we give them. China until today is a totalitarian regime. It's a dynasty. No republic. No people's country.
1: China's military power is strengthening very, very rapidly.
3: It's developing a modern well-equipped, technologically capable
1: military. China is the only major nation in the world that is preparing to kill Americans.
2: We're a subsidiary of China and getting worse and worse because they're gonna own us pretty soon.
1: If we talk about who's to blame, I think partially our own government, our government should be doing something. They could have stepped in, I think, a long time ago.
2: Please hear us. I think that at every level, people could boycott and there would be a shot heard around the world.
0: Okay. So that was just a rundown of what I was saying, but just uh, those people said it a lot better. But you guys get what I was saying, how bad it is as far as, you know, everything. They even showed a picture of the the lead toys and... um, poisonous pet food and everything cuz there's no regulations over there they you can just do whatever they want you know but make yes make a lot regulation. has to do with the united states government for sure there's a lot that they can do um you know trump has given a lot of tariffs to them which i guess is good and uh at first when he first came into office he was all like you know let's be friends let's let's be friends with china let's have our you know everything together and they were like not feeling it so now at least that point or at least that part of trump like how he wants to get back in china he wants to take our jobs back i definitely approve of <sighs> for sure but yeah it's just too much It's just too much going on like what is their satellite Lasers that are coming down and adding to the fire because the fire's already started, so now the lasers, like, these directed, manipulated energy weapons are attacking us, and we don't even know it. I mean, like, an actual war between the U.S. and China would be World War Three for sure, because... China just just passed or is about to pass Japan's economy, which was number two. And it's continuing to grow and there's no stopping it, manipulating currency as well. All right, I'm just trying to see here cuz I thought I had it saved. All right, let's just let's listen to this real fast and then we'll start talking about some other shit that I have on a different web page and then we can talk about COVID.
3: 19th, Defense Secretary Mark Esper announced that china and russia have already weaponized satellites with directed energy weapons
1: meanwhile in space moscow and beijing have turned a once peaceful arena into a warfighting domain they have weaponized space through killer satellites directed energy weapons and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away At our military advantage and for the
3: past few years, many have wondered if these advanced weapon systems have anything to do with the unprecedented fires we have seen in the past few years laser based weapons are able to destroy the target with external heat and microwave weapons are designed to penetrate the target through external antennas and sensors and ignite the internal electronics destroying them from the inside out. This could explain how thousands of homes have rapidly burned into their own footprint while the trees surrounding them survive. And it could explain the several cars we have seen utterly destroyed with temperatures hot enough to liquefy glass and metal. Michael Janich, host of the YouTube Dutch Sense channel has been researching the Earth's seismic activity for the past 10 years. During the past few weeks, he has discovered satellite imagery that show an equal distance spread of fires, all starting within the
1: same four hours. Four hours? We've got ourselves an equal distance spread of fires here, 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 and here, so What could cause an equal distance spread of fires? Well, only two things, mother nature or man, right? There's no storm in the area. You can't blame a storm. So what could cause equal distance spaced fires to spread out across? What do you think that is, one third of Idaho? And he
3: also discovered what looks to be a beam of light that can be seen in the infrared spectrum, like a microwave. On September 8th, a beam of light can be seen directed to the Dolan Fire of California. The beam appears to excite the heat signature of the fire as it is held on target for over two
1: hours. Right before dawn, watch that. This is yesterday going into this morning. This is in California, the beam coming from space up above Oregon or somewhere in between this and Oregon. And as it's going through, see how it excites? As the beam is spreading, look how it excites. It's no doubt about it. And the beam spreads first. Look, beam spreads first. It goes from a tiny little tight beam to a wide beam. Then the fire spreads to a wide fire. The next day, a beam of light is seen directed
3: at and exciting the heat signature of the Holiday Farm Fire in Oregon for
1: over an hour. Here, here it is now, and it's two of them. And it's only going to one fire, a different fire. And it's moving. Okay, it's moving. There's clouds going through it, which rules out it being an artifact. The clouds are passing through and interfering with the beam. Meanwhile, in space, Moscow and Beijing have turned a once peaceful arena into a war fighting domain. They have weaponized space through killer satellites, directed energy weapons, and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away at our military advantage. The timing
3: of this public admission is interesting. These weapons of the future are now officially being deployed. Are we currently being attacked with directed energy weapons? And if so, by who? For InfoWars.com, this is Greg Reese.
0: All right. so yeah there's a lot going on there's a lot going on ladies and gentlemen i had to pull up those two clips because uh they explain it a lot better and i definitely recommend that you guys do your own research i'm not just like pulling this out of my ass obviously dutch Sense on youtube infowars has a good uh report on them as they always do infowars.com Shout out to Alex Jones. I I actually heard that Alex Jones is going to be Joe Rogan's first guest over at Spotify. So that's going to be fucking epic because Alex Jones and Joe Rogan are like friends. and have known each other for years and their podcasts are fucking amazing. The first one was okay. The second one lasted like four and a half hours and they were getting drunk and smoking. It was just amazing. Talking about everything. I mean, talking about like InfoWars type shit. So as U.S. views of China grows more negative, Chinese support for their government rises. Polls show widespread distrust towards China is growing in the United States over how China initially handled its coronavirus outbreak and ongoing human rights abuses. So if you guys don't know by now, it's been proven. COVID-19 was made in a lab in Wuhan. And when it was released onto the world, because China is just the worst, they covered up a lot. Um, they, even when they first came out, they didn't say anything for like months later. It actually came out in like um, October, November of 2019, not like uh, February, February you know, January, February, so that made a big difference. People couldn't get prepared, and it spread a lot quicker. And there was still transportation from China, from Italy, from all the, you know, the, the places that had a lot of cases. But either way, the fact that they did that alone, it's just like it just shows how evil they are. They are an evil empire. I don't even want to call them an empire yet, but they're, they're an evil dictatorship for sure. They say they call themselves the People Republic, you know, the People Republic, but they're, they're not a republic and they're not for the people either. So they're definitely the, the most evil, dangerous government on planet Earth. So at the same time, Chinese attitudes towards the US are soaring. While popular satisfaction with the Chinese state has grown since the central government quickly brought the pandemic under control through sometimes brutal methods. And what they're talking about as far as that is not only did they cover it up for three months and also hoard the supplies for six months. They also did whatever they had to do to keep it from spreading and making sure that they were okay. And basically just watching the rest of the world suffer. And the United States still to this day, you know what I mean? Like we're going to be approaching a year soon. Um, some experts are saying that it's just, you know, not going to go away for another year or so. Or, you know, uh, a couple different vaccines are going to come out, but who's going to take them? Who wants a vaccine that was made in less than a year? Or even in a year, even in a year and a half, two years. Like who? I don't want... I don't want my DNA like genetically engineered or fucked with in any way. I don't even get the flu shot. It's fucking scary. So what does that mean? So you can't go anywhere. You're gonna, have, you know, you can't go anywhere unless you were, unless you do have the vaccine. I don't know. I already, I see some shit because I, I think I go to deep into the rabbit hole and I definitely check a lot of sites and a lot of people and a lot of, you know, conspiracy theorists and other people and experts and news and whatever it is. And I just like, I have this thing in my head where it's just like, okay, so the chip that they were talking about forever, the last, the last several years that everybody was going to get implanted with a little chip, you're not going to see it. It's probably going to be like less than a grain of rice and that'll be how everybody is privacy is taken away and the surveillance that they'll have on human beings kind of like they do with their phones but it'll be more intense obviously cuz it'll actually be on the human and then that chip will have all your information you can scan it it'll have your you know checking account it'll have your everything your address your uh, you know everything and it's just like you just scan it and there you go Well, I feel like that scanning part of it is also going to say if you got the vaccine or not. And then what does that mean exactly? I want to see a movie with my date. They're going to scan me and him and find out that we did not get the vaccine and then we can't go. Is it going to be even worse than that? You know, 22 year olds that don't want the vaccine. And they have the chip, and they can't get into college. I mean, like, where, where, what is it gonna, what's gonna be the line? You guys might think that I'm talking out of my ass, but it's not too far out in the future. Like, how else are they gonna do it? How, how else are they gonna do it to keep the spread under control? It's not just gonna be wearing masks for the next five years. You're gonna have to know who got the vaccine and who didn't, and you're not gonna come up and to say somebody, say to somebody, and say. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Well, where's the proof? It's not like you know how they're, that they're how they're um, using the thermometers on your forehead to check temperatures when you like go places. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. You know, try to keep the keep the contagious uh, rate down or whatever. But how are they going to prove that you got the vaccine? These recent trends in public sentiment run parallel to a dramatic deterioration in the United States China relations as nationalistic officials and each government play on popular fear and perceptions. Yeah, they know what they're doing. U.S. levels of anxiety about China are at a historic highs. I guess you could say that. I guess there's a little what I wrote in that in the room. I guess you could say there's some anxiety towards that or some anxiety could be applied to that. But it's mainly anger and it's mainly like hatred and it's mainly disgust and it's mainly like if we weren't in debt to them debt to them like 500 billion dollars you know half a trillion dollars whatever it is. I heard it's even more than that. I heard you know something is 500 billion dollars i heard it's like 10 trillion dollars i mean regardless like what does that mean like china is gonna own the united states one day like just own it are they gonna buy buy up like land in the middle of the united states and just that'll be china and the united states around it i don't know i I don't know but i guess you can consider that levels of anxiety about china or historic highs the latest Pew, pew research poll from July, I found 73% of Americans' respondents have negative attitudes towards China. 73%. God damn. This is going to be a nice downloaded show for my people that, you know, feel the same way. The highest percentage since Pew began collecting such data in 2005, when 35% reported negative attitudes toward China. I was probably still one of those two in 2005. I'm sure I was. In July, in the July poll, 78% of respondents say they put a great deal or fair amount of blame for the coronavirus pandemic on how China initially handled the first outbreak. I'm surprised that it's only 78%, ladies and gentlemen. It should be fucking 94%. It should actually be 100% negative us opinion extends to chinese businesses as well an august poll of 2200 american adults led by morning consult a data intelligence firm found more than half of the respondents saw china as a major threat to america's technology and innovation dominance making it the country with the highest perceived threat level of any other listed in a survey nearly two-thirds of respondents were very or somewhat concerned by the prospect of Chinese company operating social media apps and 77% expressed doubt that a Chinese company would protect data surgery. They would definitely not protect data sur- uh, security at all. They don't care about that. They, they want your data. They want all your information. They want to keep it. You know, they want to take all your personalized private information for sure. I mean, they if you go to China now, they have Like in the united states there's cameras everywhere yes there's tracking things on your phone yes there is okay there is Uh, there's a lot of uh that that's basically how like advertising in these is these days where they just you know lock you in they know your personal information and they track you uh in a in a sense where like if you say you know if you're looking online a certain pair of shoes and then you go on your Instagram and you see an ad for shoes like that kind of stuff well in China the government wants to know all your information, the government wants to know all the information from the entire world honestly, that global domination but there are like 10 times more cameras in China really seriously everywhere and they're constantly scanning you, constantly scanning you constantly scanning you like scanning your face and making sure like where you're at and this, this, and this, and this. And the, and it really sucks that the fact that they can get into these companies like Apple, you know, Twitter. I mean, there's always like there's the main person and then there's a lot of, you know, interaction with China in some way. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Apple's uh, one of one of Apple's main headquarters is in China. They can fuck with us in a lot of different ways. Just the other day, I think it was like a couple days ago, there was a NYPD police officer that was actually arrested for being a Chinese spy. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm not making that up. That really literally just happened the other day. A Chinese spy as a NYPD officer. It gets no better, I tell you. It gets no better. In China, though, the coronavirus pandemic appears to have solidified public approval for the government even after an early outpouring of public anger. Surprisingly, actually increased... The coronavirus epidemic actually increased people's satisfaction and support for their government, says Carrie Wu. uh, um, I'm sorry, a, a professor at Canada's York University who studies public opinion. In April, Wu and several hundred Chinese students volunteered, polled, Nearly 20,000 citizens, Chinese citizens, about their government's handling of the coronavirus epidemic. Well, yeah, they took, they did whatever they had to do, and they definitely did it uh, br- with brutal force, basically, I would say. Um, but it worked, you know, it did work. And also, they had a lot more time to deal with it because they knew about it a lot sooner and it took care of it a lot sooner. And then it spread to the world, and blah, blah, blah. The rest is history. Nearly half of respondents said that they had become more trusting of their national government since the outbreak. That's fucking crazy. Only 33 said that they had less trust in the national leaders after the ep- epidemic. The remainder said their levels of trust has not changed. Overall, more than 90% of respondents said that they were satisfied with how China's national leaders managed the outbreak. See, the people of China are just brainwashed. It's almost like, I mean, they can't do anything, right? Otherwise they get punished. Um, It's not a democracy like it is here at all. So you can't do certain things. You can't just act out. You basically don't even have an opinion. I mean, maybe it's not like North Korea, where, like, if you say something about King John Un, or whatever his name is, you get your fucking hand chopped off, but it's bad enough, and the workers alone that are put, you know, in horrible conditions, with horrible everything, barely any food, and if you don't make that quota after working 16 hours, 16 hour days, if you don't make that quota for whatever reason, you get put in solitary confinement, with no food. Sociologists outside China uh, constantly debate whether pulling data from China is accurate. Because probably not. Because none of the data was accurate for, you know, during the pandemic. They lied about all that. They lied about everything. Fucking scumbag, prick, cunts. I wish we could just nuke them, really. I mean, we wouldn't have any debt after that, right, if we just nuke them. That will be World War Three. World War Three coming soon. To not a theater near you, to real life. Participants likely lie to avoid political retaliation somewhere. That's exactly it, you know what I mean? Because people are so scared. The people in China are so scared that, of course, they're going to say, oh, my God, I approve. Of this government. I approve of this dictatorship. I approve of everything. Everything is fine. You know, smile, smile, and nod. It's smile and nod. And meanwhile, it's just like, you motherfucker, you put anything bad, we'll find out who it is. We will find out who it is. On a scale of one to 10, researchers report the average favorability towards the US dropped from 5.77 in June to 4.77 in May they attribute the decline to factors including the dismissal performance of the united states in handling the virus and president trump's blaming china for COVID 19. yeah that's definitely not making relations any better uh especially all the tariffs that he that trump put on which is a good thing i support that um and trying to get our our jobs back from china i get it but at the same time it's like what do you do like if we owe that much money you know what i'm saying like what is going to happen in, in five years, in ten years, like China's going to be the superpower and this global dominant republic that's just going to take over the world. I don't think we would let that happen. I think it would be World War Three before that. But it's like it's just, you know. That's not like too. President Trump calling it the Chinese virus like it is the fucking Chinese virus. Came from Wuhan in a lab. Manufactured by a man or several, or women. Many who were once very friendly towards the U.S., who went to school there, including the so-called elites, the middle class, the cosmopolitan, sorry, <laughs> urbanites, they have become very critical of the United States because they are patriots now, too, says Ren a Beijing-based Chinese political blogger. who writes under the Chairman Rabbit, a reference to his childhood nickname. All right, nobody cares about that. Basically, we're out of time anyway. Just LZ and Rome I didn't see, Rome I missed. I got to look at the screen more often. But, you know, hey, I think we definitely covered a lot. I think the video clips covered a lot, you know, as far as like the infrared direct energy laser weapons that are Increasing the fires out West and how they are affecting us from space. And, you know, they're attacking us from every way, everywhere possible. And they are attacking us from, you know, through social media. They're attacking us through uh, our getting our data. You know, they have fucking spies on the New York City Police Department. I mean, it's just like one thing after another, after another, after another. It's never ending. It's never ending fight. Uh, it's a never-ending fight, it's a never-ending struggle, and it's only getting worse, 100%. If you took away COVID-19 completely, it would have been worse and it would have continued to gradually climb as far as like the hatred that these countries, United States and China, have towards each other. Now that you add COVID-19 in the mix and that you prove that it was made in a lab and then you have proof that they lied about everything and they tried to cover up everything and they tried to hoard materials and supplies and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because that's just how they are. They're just grimy, disgusting bastards that should burn in hell. And that's just what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, that's just what it is. I need a mindfulness bell. I definitely needed to take that deep breath. I want to just get all that energy out. I need some sage. I actually do have some sage. I'm going to sage my fucking microphone and laptop just to get all that fucking energy out of there. I don't even want to talk about or discuss or look at anything Chinese That video did say at the end, if everybody was on the same page and boycotted the fuck out of China, like just did not buy anything from Walmart, anything from China, anything from whatever. You know what I mean? Like that? Yes, there are other places like I buy clothes. Sometimes it says made in India, made in In Indonesia, made in, you know, whatever. But just boycotting China, like if everybody was on the same page, you know, 300 million Americans. Like that lady said, it would make a huge statement. And it would be like a stab in the side. And it would probably also start World War Three. So with that being said, and speaking of World War III, make sure to follow us on Podbean, ladies and gentlemen. Follow us on Podbean. You'll know when we go live. We go live Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nikki P will be joining us tomorrow and Friday. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about Stories and experiences in a halfway house and rehab or rehabs with an S. That's going to be a lot of fun. So we definitely got a lot of stories. You don't want to miss that. Make sure you also follow us or listen to us on other platforms like Spotify, Google, Amazon, Apple. (laughs) Maybe not so much Apple because, (laughs) you know, the Chinese, uh, Take over. Now you can listen to us wherever the fuck you want. Because we are global. And Amazon music is really cool too. Because if you have Alexa, you could just say, Alexa, play Mixture of Variety Podcast, and it'll play it. If you have Google Home, whatever the fuck that is, the Google one, you say, Hey Google, play Mixture of Variety Podcast. That's what you'd say, just Alexa play Mixture of Variety Podcasts. And then it'll come right up. So however way you listen to us is the way to listen to us. You feel me? No matter what platform it is. I definitely appreciate you guys listening. Thank you for letting me vent. I hope you guys, you know, if you're downloading the show and you're listening to it, you also probably agree with me because you're not going to click or download a show that says, why is China such an asshole? If you don't agree with me. But, uh, yes, thank you for letting me go through that. And it was a lot of information. It was definitely a lot of stuff to take in. You know, everybody just take a deep breath and have a good night for sure. Make sure you spread the word like COVID-19. Speaking of COVID-19 and the Chinese cover-up, spread the word like COVID-19. The easiest way to do that is to follow us on Instagram at mixture of variety. That's at... Mixture of Variety, the name of the show. Simple as that. I'll hit you with the craziest banners you've ever seen. Hours before the show, and you know what we're talking about. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And also, of course, tell your significant other. Tell your grandma. Tell your baby mama. Tell somebody about the show. If you're just waiting around, social distancing at a store, just be like, yo, you got to check out this podcast. I definitely appreciate all of you. See you tomorrow night, hopefully, for a fun-filled show. 9 p.m. Eastern, and we will get it cracking. Hopefully, we'll see you then. I'm your boy and your host, Patient Zero. Signing out. Have a good night, guys.